Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Real Housewives of Rewatch. I'm Sue Funk, and I'm here with... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And if we sound different, it's because we have a microphone. Look at us. <laughs> Six episodes in, getting a microphone. I mean, we're really moving on up. I mean, I feel like one must invest. And by invest, I mean take her husband's microphone. <laughs> with the warning of, please be careful, this was expensive. So well, we will be careful with it. And this better sound great because this is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I can't even believe we've made it to episode six of I'm season one. so excited. I love all six of you for listening. <laughs> um, like, hi, best friends. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> for everyone who has listened and are here with us, thank you. And your husband's listened. We love you. Well, to some. What, what was his reaction? Um, I don't know. He just was like, that's great, you're doing this. He's actually very supportive of all things Bravo. Oh, that's Like, lovely. he is the one I call when there's things, and he is excited, which is surprising. And he knows, he might think he doesn't know, but he knows. He knows. And he likes to ask questions, too. He's asking me a lot of podcast questions about what do we talk about, mm-hmm. how do we do this, what okay. happens, so. Um, do you tell him we, we don't really know? Yeah, basically. <laughs> And then he was also uh, surprised that my last name is Funk. Yes, yes, he was very sad about that. I said, it's just Sue and I shooting the shit, giving our New York opinions on the New York Housewives. It's really, really what we try to do. And we're going to do an amazing episode, so should we just jump in? Yeah, I think so, because this is the first episode, in my opinion, that feels like a New York Housewives This is Roni. This is what what we come for. This is is it. I have been waiting for this episode in this season, because... The others were so choppy, and this is, I feel, I imagine when Andy saw this episode, he was like, we have a TV show, and it has to be The Real Housewives. Prior to this, Manhattan Mobs, but since then, Real Housewives. So let's get into the episode. Uh, It starts, and this is how I know it's like hitting its roni stride, because Bethany says, hey mama, (laughs) 
to chill. <laughs> and we both talk about how much we love Danny Pellegrino's podcast, but like his impression of Heather Yummy Tummy Thompson. Yes. <laughs> saying like, hey mama, <laughs> like kills me. But like as soon as she said it, I like literally just like hey mama to myself. I was like, oh, we've hit it. But actually, no, Jill says it to Bethany, sorry. Oh, okay. Which is even funnier, because I was just like, yeah, Cookie's mom. Well, the breaking um, news of this, uh, start of this episode is Bethany got back together with Jason. After yeah. their whole breakup, crying at the farmer's market to Alex, they they get back together. And then, I believe is the scene of them, Bethany at dinner with Bobby and Jill. Yes, and Jill is so impressed that Jason shows up when he's tired and like I was just like this doesn't impress me it's uh the classic you know men doing the least and getting the most credit you know it's like oh my god your husband watched your kids it's like no they're his kids and he did the thing but I hate it like somebody just recently said he's like I'm gonna babysit and they like they put the name of his daughter in there and I was just like that is not babysitting (laughs) that is you parenting that I is think what that's called. My favorite part is that Bethany calls Jill mouth uh, at yeah. the dinner, and that just absolutely cracks me up that she referred to her as that. But you can really just like see see the friendship. It's real. It's there. It's it's real. We've moved from there's, coworkers to to actual real feelings yeah. about each other. But there's even now like little digs to each other that they like are just like you know Bethany likes this, and like Bethany's like Jill is like this, yeah. Like, and one interesting thing that I noticed is that we get, because it goes to the next scene of Alex, not much happens at their dinner, um, that Simon does a talking head, and he's the only male in the show that oh, does yeah. an interview. And very interesting that that early on they chose to interview him. I I mean, did they choose, or did he strongly suggest that he should have a voice in the, like, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like he really wanted to be in front of the camera. I mean, I definitely agree with that. But, you know, how did he convince them to do it? Or how did they decide to let him do it? I mean, if I'm a producer and I have someone like Simon, I'm putting that man in front of a like, camera. Because he is noodles. Yeah. I mean, even the way, like, they talk about the opera is hilarious from start to finish. Yes. Alex and Simon, their big event, they're going to the Met. When they first said the Met, by the way, I was thinking, like, the Met Gala. Yeah. (laughs) Not, and I was like, how the fuck did these two get invited to the Met? Then I realized it was the Metropolitan Opera House in New York, which is prestigious in a different way, (laughs) but anyone can buy a ticket, although that ticket was (gasps) $10,000. No. Yeah. They spent 10K on a ticket. Did they put that on screen and I missed it? I don't know. They must have said it, but I wrote it in my notes. 10K a ticket. 10K a ticket is what I wrote for the no opening No wonder night. their house is not finished. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> I mean, I thought my $200 for BravoCon was a lot. <laughs> here, the, here these two are spending 10K a ticket to go to the opera. That is Benoodles. Which uh, sounds terrible. I've been to the... Have you ever been to the opera? Mm, I've been to the Met, but not to see an opera. I went to see a ballet. Okay. That's it. My and school my, oh, took us. Fun fact, my grandma used to be a ballerina at the Metropolitan Opera House. That's so exciting. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, my mom performed there a couple times too when she was like a kid. And, and wow. And with my grandma. I know, very cool. Um, yeah, no, uh, my school made us, like I think it was like middle school or like 
fifth grade, like elementary school, like you you had to go to the opera. And like, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep. I mean, I'm all about musical theater and the theater, so I'd probably like it. But I don't I don't um, know if I'd like it in another they language. They sing in a Not- different language, that's the thing. And it's just like, you have to read off a screen what they're saying. And it's oh. very long and drawn out. Yeah. And it was very comfortable in those seats. <laughs> I mean, for a fourth and fifth grader, I don't know how they how they would like that. But uh, traffic is a nightmare. I love Alice. If you know New York City, you know that traffic is a nightmare. The better thing, if you knew New York City, you knew you take the subway and you don't take a car to go up to the Upper West Side from Brooklyn. You dumbass. Well, and also, like, if you're going to do that, Go earlier in the day and go someplace for cocktails. Yep. Like go to Per Se, have a lovely early dinner. Like I just don't understand their logic of like the BQE is horrific. No, what were they ever thinking? Time. Never, never get on the BDFM. I don't know where they live in Brooklyn. If that's the suburb that goes there. Well, they were in Cobble Hill, so yeah, probably. Maybe that, and then transfer to the ACE at Thirty Fourth Street, and then just go right to the Met. There you go. But with that dress, I do understand. Like, I would not. But that New dress Yorkers, is expensive. I have seen wild things on the subway. I mean, true, true. It wasn't a bad dress, though. I'm not, it I'm was not gorgeous. A, I'm cool with Alex's style. I do. I I agree, and like. It's funny because there are certain pieces that I have, like certain dresses, that I'm like, this is art. Like, this is a piece of art that I am wearing, and I spent a little bit more than I normally would for it. Not this dress that I'm wearing. <laughs> this dress, I like see you looking at it, I'm like, no. this, this is a $5 cold special that it has See pockets. what I really dressed up for this? I'm in old navy <laughs> spandex and um, a below deck med shirt, so. It's a cute shirt. It is, it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we see them go to the Met. It's great. Her dress is that it's like um the leopard print. Leopard print. Oh, it's if you it? saw it, Google it, look it up. You would remember this. It's a pretty memorable moment in dress that that she had. Yeah, I think, and she looked gorgeous. Although it made me so sad that she got her hair and makeup done, and then they like ran through the streets, and she's like, "Oh, that's ice cream!" Like, ooh, like I'm just like you. Like I've run through New York, and no matter how unhumid or beautiful of a day you're gonna send show up a little schlubby yeah your makeup's gonna run poor planning um and then we go to bethany and luann meeting at lou's house and what i found and maybe you knew this but i did not that luann is her husband's fourth wife i did know that i did not know that is did he get remarried after her i mean probably his wikipedia page was shockingly not much information which was annoying. I wanted more, like, personal info, and there wasn't a lot out there. I'm not shocked, because if I'm him, I would pay... I have a lot of money. I would make sure that nobody knew anything about me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. But here we get, not even spoiler or whatever, to me, the most... One of the first, like, iconic, infamous scenes <laughs> of Bethany and Luann going in Bethany's driver's car... No, it's Jason's. Oh, it's Jason's car. Whatever. She's Bethany news mm-hmm. driver. And Bethany introduces her as Luann. The <laughs> horror. So my favorite part of this is she goes, I didn't have the Countess handbook. Yes, which like, oh. literally right there, Bethany gave her the idea to write a book. And it's the same episode that they then go to dinner 
and Bethany orders the skinny girl margarita. Yes, I told you. And then Lou, like, fucking calls back to it and is like, I was there when you made it up. And, like, literally, Bethany's, like, in the moment talking head is just like, this is what I always drink is... You know, triple sack, like this, like just a splash of that, tequila, lime, like she's whatever chemicals she puts into it, because that is not what that tastes like. But yeah, I was just shocked that I was like, Bethany gave you the idea for I this know. I know. <laughs> and then I love that in the car, you know, Luann leans over and is like, You really should have introduced me as Mrs. Taylor Sapps. And the look on Bethany's face is just like, is this bitch for real? Like, she is she is horrified. Well, she even says, I don't do separation of church and state. That's yeah. what she calls it. And it, it's just like... Well, Bethany treats everybody the same. Yeah. Which is to her, like, her honor and her detriment. And I, I say that because I am somebody who does that, too. And sometimes it's like, Sue, you don't tell people that. That's not a fact that you tell people. <laughs> she, she does... Oh, and then Luann also says, that's kind of like what yes yes it's just the whole which i didn't totally the audacity of luann in this scene is just disgusting the fact that she thought bethany would know i would literally never also interesting thing that i think as bethany who i i might head i think of her mostly as a new yorkers as a new yorker new yorkers in my opinion are very casual like growing up i never called my parents friends mr and mrs oh i did but we're also i grew up in like a very like there's also the difference of the Jewish New Yorker to, I think, the... Yeah, the conservative not, Catholics. Yes, because yeah. my husband's family also different. He still calls his friends' parents Mr. and Mrs. I have never in my entire life called any of them. They're oh. all first names. So yeah. to me, Bethany lives in that world of casualness, and she mm-hmm. would never... It wouldn't even cross her mind. Yeah, at the racetrack, I doubt you're being like, thank you, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's you like Shorty and Mrs. Wawa or whatever. To, to whatever level of success Bethany has gotten, there's no way. It's just, I would have never, why would that cross her mind? An adult introducing themselves to another adult. I just can't. I'm sorry, I just realized what a Philly person I just became because I was like, Mrs. Wawa? That is not no, a thing. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Oh, everything in me. I almost said water ice the other day, and like I didn't, but I like thought I did for a second, and I really wanted to like that. jump out a window. I was like, no, <laughs> this is not who I'm becoming. It's water. Um, anyway, um, it was just an iconic moment, and it's so fun to rewatch. Yeah, and I forget, did they meet up with Ramona? Is that where they're going? Um, no, I think they're talking about how Ramona's going to be at girls' night because it's Bethany's event that's being held at Jill's. Right, right. So what I wrote down, and important to remember, we are in episode six. Bethany's only met Ramona two times. Yeah. And once was at the tennis match where they didn't even talk. Yeah. So they do not know each other, which is very important for later in the episode for how little these two people know each other. And isn't that wild? Six episodes meeting well, two times? My favorite is that Bethany goes... I don't know if I actually like Ramona. And I'm like, you still don't know. You still don't. You still don't know all these years later. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, and then we go to Alex the next day after the Met. And this, I'm telling you, this is this is the episode that is like, we could have watched nothing else in season one. And this, this is the episode to watch. It just gives you lines every yeah. scene. Just great lines. So it's Alex checking to see if she's in the style section. Which, she's number 25 in the style section. 
but all they printed is the back of her dress. But her name is in there, and that's what's most important. It's always nice to be photographed. <laughs> yeah, it's always <laughs> nice to be photographed. I think that is what she says. Yeah, it's it's too. And what's just wild about Alex is that later, you know, so much comes up about them and their perception, and she somehow tries to defend this. Oh but yeah. To me, you know, it is really cool to be mentioned, and there's nothing wrong with that how many people if yeah. their name is in the newspaper they cut out clippings the two seconds you are caught on like the local news tv everyone calls their friend and is like watch me so you know i didn't see anything wrong in a time where we didn't have nobody was checking facebook daily nobody was on instagram nobody no, was looking was, at all those this things. was a big deal this was the only way that people got to know you in the world and so yeah you wanted to be part of new york society and whether or not even a person I feel like wants to be part of it, it's just really, that's really cool yeah. to go and be recognized and have your name in your photo To be in, in the, the New York Times style section? That's wild. Shut your whore face. That's a great thing. I know. Like, who, who, who would let that happen to them? And you're telling me Jill wouldn't have celebrated if it was a photo of Jill? Oh, I'm sure Jill has a whole scrapbook that she makes, like, I don't know, her daughter, <laughs> like, <laughs> do inventory on as an that's internship. Very possible. Very possible. <laughs> And then we go to Bill and Jeff, Jeffany, Beth. So we had a little bit of wine. Okay, Bill. Oh my God, Bill. They're Bill, Bethany, and Jill. Oh my God, that would be a great. This is the way I write my notes, though. Bill. I write shorthand, and I wrote Bill is hanging out. Because you probably wrote B and Jill. Yeah, but I didn't probably. Yep, I left that out. Um, But they're making Asian food for the party, which you know, there's a lot of places in Asia, so maybe be more specific. Are we having? Chinese, Wait, Korean, Japanese. Oh, what did we forget? Of Bethany and Jill hanging out, and they call Alex and Simon because this is my oh, favorite I... moment, and I cannot. Oh, I'm sorry. It. That was my next note. So yes, we did. What do you mean you can? Can I bring Simon? Like Jill is so upset. It's a girls' night. Why would you bring Simon? Why would I you bring your husband? One thousand agree with that. I no, I get it. I just think it's really interesting too because I think. They are pretty clear. Like, yes, they're very flippant and being like, they, I think they're like, Simon can come if he wears a dress. Like, something like yeah. they, they say that. And Alex just later is just so like, well, you guys said yes, bring him, please. And I was like, that is not at Her all. retelling what they said as a joke and didn't, she didn't understand the sarcasm. But and it, she took it as, yes, I can bring my husband. But there was no, like, oh, we can't wait to see Simon, or, like, yes, bring him. It was very much, and their relationship, again, is very, very weird, but this is, this this episode takes the cake. Girls' nights are important, and should be had, and it reminded me of when Kathy Hilton said she'd never been on a girls' trip before. Yeah, that made me sad for her. It made me so sad for her. Because they're fun. They're fun, and it's important to have relationships outside your partner. Um, but then I also love that Simon re-gifts a bottle of wine from his sister. Did, did he? No, I did not He's catch like, that. Get that bottle of wine that uh, that my sister gave us. And oh, I was that's just really like, funny. Oh, snap! You re-gifted wine. <laughs> so then we jump to it's the night of the dinner party. Ramona comes to this party. She's already mad. She had like a bad day at work. Or yeah, something, it was said. like it was rainy, like, and she had to like get changed, and she didn't know what she was wearing. She was rushed. She had to have her stylist, Avery, help her yeah. um, so belittle her into she, an outfit. She's already in a Ramona mood, as we know how she gets when she has to go to something she doesn't want to do. And then Ramona finds out 
that Simon and Alex are coming. What I find most fascinating, she has not met them yet. Nope. Episode six, first time meeting your castmate and her husband. Insane. Um, and she goes, she, he, she's a man woman. Like the way that she, like, cause they're like, she and he, and she's like, she, he, what? She's a man woman. What? I, oh, oh, she can't even take it. Like she doesn't even understand. Like, I feel like in that moment, Ramona would have rather Simon, Alex be like one transgender human instead of a couple because she's just so mortified that a man would show up. Yeah. Not like there's anything wrong with a transgender person, but I mean, I can't even imagine what Ramona would do with a transgender human. I, I feel pray like for she, any trans individual to never meet Ramona I feel like because it would not go well. Would be horrible. Her, yeah, probably. I mean, if this is how she treats a man at girls' night, I don't even know what that level would be. Um, so when they get there, Simon gives her a strong handshake. And Ramona, and she points out what a strong handshake she gives. Oh, it's a strong handshake. Oh, you're going to break my hand? (laughs) And she is so weirded out by it, and she, she's just losing her mind. It's the first time you really, we've seen this Ramona many times, but this is the first time that it's been on camera. She's insanely flustered, and she just goes in on him, like, so hard. Like, just like, you shouldn't be here. I don't know why you're here. Yeah. And... Bethany says she would not stop until he was dead. Yeah. She would not be happy. Right. It, it is also the first time all of them plus Simon are together. Yes. And I just can't even believe that this is how she would act. Um, so the dinner is extremely uncomfortable. Well, the best is that Lou tries to... Lou, like, is still very countessy at this time, and she tries to make it okay by being like, oh, like... Like, because Romano's like, you should go out. You should do something else. And, like, Lou's like, let's go to scores. Yeah. Also, <laughs> Lou makes a statement and says people are born with class. And uh, I... You can't buy your class. You're born with it. <laughs> but are you? Like, she acts like it's, like, a DNA genetic thing. As if, like, it's not a thing you can learn, like, about etiquette. I mean, she's wild, Lou. She's... she's a constant contradiction. But also, if you don't know what scores is, it is a strip club. In Manhattan. And I just love that the Countess, she's just a walking contradiction. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm trying to be all prim and proper and make things right. Let's go to scores. <laughs> like, all she's, right, Lou. She's wild. I love my note that I wrote because I write my notes in real time. I wrote in all caps, oh my God, Ramona's leaving to go meet other people to go to a club. Well, I thought this she was a girl's night. Gets gonna up go. and leaves. Before dinner is even done. Dinner is not even done and Ramona gets up and leaves. I can't even emphasize. I would be so unbelievably uncomfortable. And this is before like text messages were really like there was a full keyboard. So you know she's under the table being like T-9. 555 4439. <laughs> like, like, just like, like, like tapping numbers. <laughs> she, Ramona literally didn't tell anyone that she had other plans after this dinner. She has to go leave to go to a club to meet other friends. I mean... It, it just, it's everything we've seen her do a thousand times, but it's just the first time we're seeing her do it. And she just bolted the fuck out of there. She just, she was gone. Yeah. And they're all horrified. Like, the faces just can't even believe it. But then Bethany takes it to a whole new level where in 2022, I just cringe the whole time where she just goes, oh no, she didn't. Oh. Oh no, she didn't. <laughs> like, just keeps, like, it. I get maybe once I could forgive, but like it 
it's just it's like one of those things where Bethany was felt like she was on a roll, so she just keeps going and like talks in that voice, and it's like oh like yeah watching and I was just like please God make me a bird so I could fly far 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 away from here. <laughs> it's like, not good. It's and just it, like this is so awkward. Jill definitely like encourages the oh for her sure her doing that voice and and all of that. But like I think that Jill's somebody who loves a dinner party and loves some people to entertain. And Bethany is entertaining. Yeah. Um, but it was very like, ooh, this is 2008 New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised there wasn't a what's up or something like that in there. You know, the colloquialisms of of 2008 for sure were, were an interesting time. And then Simon being cheeky as fuck is just like, two absent friends. <laughs> Oh my god. With his re-gifted wine. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't open, it's it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've done not... that when people have like brought things I'm not gonna drink in my home to like a party. I it's mean okay to bring it if you're spending ten K on fucking opera tickets, you gotta cut corners where you can. Maybe yeah. don't put a floor in your house, maybe re gift some wine. Fine with it. <laughs> um then I don't remember if this happens at the dinner or if it's a phone call, but they invite Bethany to Francois's birthday. Oh, I think that's a phone call. I think it's a phone call. And my, I said exactly what any single woman in New York City wants to do with their weekend. Nope, Attend. Never. What is he? A four-year-old's birthday party? Yeah. Poor Bethany. Even if you want kids, I don't think that's what you want to do on your weekend. Probably not. If you not. don't have kids yet. Yeah. But they go to the Gotham um, Magazine event, which I don't think the Gotham Magazine's still a thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's Ramona and Bethany are there. Because Bethany's been featured many times. I've been featured many times in Gotham Magazine, so that's why I'm, I'm invited. And, and Ramona's wearing her her black and white like Zebra dress that we princess. saw like a lot. Like, she wore this dress oh, really? a few times. Yeah. Or maybe I just remember her dancing in it, because I've the seen that clip scene, a lot. The dancing scene, like, this is where she, like, does that, like... I don't know, white woman boogie, I could call it. I mean, it's you know, like, really, get it, Ramona. You know, feel she's that herself. Yeah, I mean, her legs are amazing. It's a short dress, and she's really boogie-oogie-ogging. Maybe it would be better if I knew what song it was, but they don't have the rights. Um, but uh, Ramona's dance. <laughs> Ramona also starts the Ramona excuse bus like and it's just the Ramona coaster leaves the station yep and like she's just like well I had a friend and they were sick and it was very upsetting and like so I I always knew I was going to leave early but I was just I had a very bad week and I just needed a girl's night yeah, <laughs> like, she, she attempts an apology so... it's it's not a great one I found her energy to be extremely chaotic well yeah that's Ramona but is that sober, Ramona? Is she on something that makes her like that? I wonder is if she, she does make, Adderall. Like, it was truly unhinged. Which I know Ramona is an unhinged person. It's just like, I feel like Ramona she, came out of the womb and was just like, it was so wet, it was cold, I didn't like it. I was like, <laughs> like, I just feel like, she's just like, I just think that there should be some ambiance. What's wrong with that? Like, like, she is just the way she's like, dancing and, and bouncing around. Bethany is like, so taken aback by this behavior. Oh, yeah. Again, now this is meeting number four of them. Like, yeah. Bear still does not know this woman, and she's coming into this party with the apology, with the dancing. We got to go dance, drink. Like it. It's just it, it's chaotic and and it's a lot. 
speaking of a lot, we go to Jill and her sister Lisa's uh, radio show. Lunch with Lisa. Um, They're like twins, her and her sister. It's so interesting. It's like twins if one went one way and the other went the other way. Yes. And I love the passive aggressive sweetness of sisters in this scene where it's just like she's doing like interview prep because Jill's going to be on her talk show. And she's just like, I think, you know, well, first Jill shows Lisa her watch and she goes, it looks fake. (laughs) And like Jill is so insulted. But I get what Lisa's saying. She's like, no, it's just like so extravagant that it does not look like it could be real. Um, But then she's like, I'm going to ask you your life story. And Jill's like, I never thought of my life story. Like, I'm like, Jill, how have you? Of course you have. I know. But it was a cute scene. I enjoyed her sister. But I also wonder maybe if Jill's always trying to be a connector, if she really doesn't think of her. Like, as. Oops, sorry, guys. I have an email. <laughs> it's just, Ramona coming to get us for everything we said about her. <laughs> I actually liked my womb very much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she. Um, Jill's sister. Uh, no, I wonder if Jill never really thought of her herself that much like her own life story because it's also interesting how like Jill's like our mom was so extravagant and Lisa's like no she wasn't like they, yeah. it sounds like they lived in such a different who's older was Lisa older than her I don't know I don't know either I don't I remember. feel like Lisa was the older sister I was yeah. getting older sister vibes from her but I could be wrong um and then Jill says everything stemmed from her not being popular as a kid and like Damn, it was like yep, I understand a, Jill completely now. <laughs> that was definitely exactly everything that Jill is, Jill does, and Jill still does. Because it makes sense because Jill doesn't like to be left out because she probably had a childhood where she felt constantly left out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I've totally got, like, my, like, medical diagnosis now, Jill. (laughs) Like, I understand her neuroses. It, like, all totally makes sense. I think that's a fun part of going back and watching all of this, though. Because I'm understanding all of them on a new level. Because when it's like going to college and then you know your roommates for a year and then you meet their parents on the day you move out and you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, I understand you on a whole other level the second I met your parents. Like... That is just, it's such a tell of, you know, and siblings and all of that of, of who people are. And Jill's mom is so cute. I love Jill's mom. And I love that they have, the, like, the little dinner or, like, luncheon. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jill's mom gets attention and she's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Like, I don't want that. No. No, Jill seems like she comes from a, a sweet family, that's yes. for sure. And then we get to the birthday party. Ooh, in the semi-finished house. And again, another <laughs> classic scene that we still talk about all oh, these years constantly. later. Of Bethany arriving to this home. And there is nothing wrong with the home under renovation. But I do agree. The fact that Alex at no point gave her any warning. Yeah. Or pointed it out or acknowledged it. That's super uncomfortable. It's just one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, we're between like contractors. Or like we haven't put in the money, but like we bought this house. But when she's like, we lived there seven years, (laughs) I was like, what happened? I also find it interesting. Most of the time when people have houses like that, it's because it's DIY, you know? Mm. And that, of course, always takes more time. But obviously, Simon is not the one doing the renovations. 
That's why they had the kids. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of their like training with the au pair. Um, but I do think that Bethany made the best of the party. She plays with the kids. She's putting she's... the toys together. She's miserable. She's like, I don't know who any of these people are. It's so weird I'm here. I don't have a kid. Yeah. Oh, and then she tries to make a joke because Simon's like, when are we going to have the C-A-K-E? And Bethany's like, when are we getting the X-A... And AX or like the Xanax. And oh like, my god. And like or like maybe she says Valium. I forget which one it is, but uh Simon like does not get it. And Alex does. And Alex is like ha, 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 trying to like be like, oh like that's later or like or she says like that's whatever you want. Oh yeah. and I like I feel like Bethany was just like, No really. Like it's sweet somebody to give see me a Valium. Alex and Bethany's relationship. Yeah. Um, Alex opens up to Bethany, vice versa. Like, I feel bad that it didn't stay in this good place mm-hmm. that it was. and Because uh, there really was, like, some genuine moments between them throughout this season. Well, and it's, like, one of the first times that Bethany cries. No, she cries at the cries, farmer's market. She cries at the farmer's market. But every time she's with Alex, she cries. Yeah, which she makes she a note of, which clearly is a testament to Alex being kind and a good listener compared to, I would imagine, Ramona, Bethany, um, Ramona, Lou, and Jill are not probably as kind as Alex is in terms of that. Very true. Yeah. Um, and then we go to Bethany and Ramona. And I think this also shows that, like, Bethany has become the breakout star of this show. Mm-hmm. Because she's in almost every scene that we've talked about. True, yeah. With any other castmate, it's Bethany. Because I also think she was probably the most willing to play ball with everybody. Yeah. Agree. I think all the other women were just like, I don't really need this show, but I'll do whatever. And I feel like Bethany was like, I will do whatever to get on this show. <laughs> well, it's also the least amount of anything really besides Francois' birthday. We don't really do much with the kids as yeah. we had in the other. I feel like the show, like we said, it's starting to really feel like housewives and move mm-hmm. away from children. Children, uh, Manhattan moms. Yeah. They they talk about their daddy issues, mm-hmm. which is why Ramona then gets to more of the nitty gritty of why she freaked out about Simon. And I don't know if it's a valid excuse, but I could see the deep roots of daddy issues connecting to... And just being uncomfortable with men around that she doesn't know and that she's not comfortable with. Yeah. It it makes sense, but I think Bethany's so smart to really break down Ramona and break through a lot of the bullshit. Like, Like you said, was it the real reason? No. I think that Ramona just wanted to have fun. And I would have honestly... Like, Sonia, I feel like, would have been like, I just wanted to go have fun. Yeah. Like, but Ramona needs to make a thousand lies until you get to some sort of truth. She, yeah, she's a she's a con artist in that way. And I feel like Bethany and Ramona, it's so there's so much similarities between them mm-hmm. and their upbringing and daddy issues. And then later in life, both only having one child who's a daughter and then divorce. And yep. it felt like those two could either make them closer or tear them apart and obviously we know it's the thing that tore them apart later but Um, not not to say that there were ever bffs or anything like that but no but i think it was very interesting too that ramona talks about how her father was aloof and like mario ends up being a very aloof husband i feel like oh like i feel like like in the beginning i do think he lights up and he likes her and he's like 
very interested in her, but like I feel like as we see their marriage go on, it's interesting to watch. I feel like he's more annoyed with her and more like whatever. I think a lot, and I'm sure we will see way more of it with Mario, is Ramona's stardom and him. Yeah. Her really, not that she really needs him, but it's definitely a a co-partnership. And then I think, you know, as she gets famous, it's she doesn't, she really doesn't need him. And I think he gets insecure about that. And I think that's why he cheated on her. Yeah. Which happens. But yeah, that's the end of the episode. It was so good. It was the first time I actually felt like really... Oh yeah, invested and entertained, and no. like, oh, there's this is a show now. This one, I even said I like I rewatched like two or three times. I was just like, oh, there's so much here. Yeah, <laughs> it was my longest notes that I took. That's for sure. And it was yeah, really so memorable in terms of just so many things that we still talk about happened in that episode, and it really defined kind of who these women are, and you know whatever walls they might have had or. Yeah. Definitely down because they stay the same for the next whatever amount of years. I think they also are less cognizant of the cameras at this point, too. Which yes. helps, too. Mm-hmm. They are, like, we see them being more like, I don't think episode one, Luann, would ever mention scores. No, probably not. So. Well, that was episode six. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, please rate us. But um, only rate us if you're going to give us five stars. No, yes. I'm Never tell us <laughs> anything bad. Constructive criticism. <laughs> um, compliment sandwich it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can follow me at the Sue Funk on all social media platforms. And I'm at Brands by Bravo. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>